Hey everybody, it's Thursday, December 8th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we're going to talk about the last couple of days of the winter meetings and how the free agent market shakes down for the AL West and the Texas Rangers. We're also going to get into the Rule 5 draft and what that meant for the Rangers, and we're also going to talk about the first ever Major League Baseball Amateur Draft Lottery. Tune in today on Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. My name is Kevin Frazier, a.k.a. YBK, your boy Kev. And uh, I'm the ho- co-hosting with the man, the myth, the legend, the 300-pound animal. You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Kevin Lee Frazier. Big man, the always finishing the juice. Where can they find you on well, um, I'm on the Twitter at Manimal Bull. I'm on the Instagram at Manimal 300. I'm on the Facebook at oh. Bull Pro, the 300 pound Manimal, Texas Roughhouse Wrestling. Check them all out. I got a bunch of stuff. I got things that, that I got. I got social media pages for everything. Hey, I got a. Uh, I got a Twitter page for my wrestling thing, even it's uh, at oh. Texas Roughhouse. I mean, get on my pe- my social media and see how I'm not doing anything. Oh, maybe you need a link tree. Maybe you need a link tree. You know, a little what, link tree uh, for your bio. Is that like a <laughs> is that like a Christmas tree? It's a, it's like, a thing do I need that to put you have like all it? of your social. You put all your social media in one spot, and then people click on your link tree, and then they can go. And uh, and check out what you know what your different what what your different things are, uh, and even if you like decide to go into like crocheting, uh, you know pottery, something of that nature, uh, you could even you know pump up uh, that page as well. So I have um, been ha- growing hemp lately. Okay, see, there's 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 a possibility of 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 you know multi multi market not multi level but multi uh, marketing it when you're in your link tree. You ought to check it out. This is not a uh, promotion for Linktree. Uh, this is just uh, two guys talking, uh, winging it. Uh, we we, we don't own the rights baseball. to Linktree. <laughs> but how you doing this morning, man? Uh, I, I think we got it. We got a couple of really cool things to talk about in terms of the Texas Rangers. I'm good. You know, uh, the Rangers didn't uh, do a whole lot the last couple of days, but some things happened around the league that affect the Rangers. Um, mm-hmm. I think we could. We'll probably do a little bit of free agent talk today, probably talk some about the uh, Rule 5 draft that happened yesterday. And, mm-hmm. uh, and really, if, if we're talking about uh, the Rangers today, um, since we didn't talk about them yesterday, we can talk about how they kind of won the draft lottery. Ah, that's exciting. Well, hey, let's first get into that free agent stuff. So, um, you know, there was a lot of a lot of things happened yesterday um, or over the last couple of days, even this morning. Um, nothing that necessarily directly relates to the Rangers. But I think once we kind of go through a little bit of, of all of what's out there and what's not out there anymore, um, I think it'll kind of paint a picture for us and how this relates to the Texas Rangers. So, uh, Bull, I, I think first off, if you don't mind, uh, I, the first person that's off the list that I one guy that we were both kind of hoping the Rangers might end up with that uh, ended up on in Boston and we'll kick off the free agent talk. Um, Yoshi, Yoshi uh, got signed and I, 
kind of sad to see him go because I was hoping he was one of the guys we'd end up with. Yoshida, Yoshida, Yoshida. to the yeah. to the Red Sox. Yeah, the uh, the Red Sox. I think they they went five and ninety on Yoshida to get him to to play some right or left field for the for the Boston Red Sox next year. I think that one was kind of if there was a corner fielder that was still left out there after because Hanniger has come off the market yep. too. Um, uh, he was kind of that guy that I was really hoping that the Rangers might make a real play for to, to play some outfield for us. But the closer and closer things are getting, it's kind of feeling like the uh, the outfield move that the Rangers are going to make is going to be like a, a, a Joey Gallo. Reclamation project yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, like I, I think, do you think, do you think maybe like just given the stat, the state of this team, the direction of where they're going, that maybe five for 90 is a little steep um for what they're looking maybe for what they're looking to spend uh, and if they're going to put that five for 90 towards something you think it's probably going to be it's probably um, still pitching. pitching yeah it's probably yeah. still pitching i don't know that they're out on anybody that's uh um that's on the pitching market right now i but i don't know that i i kind of get the feeling that uh, the rangers maybe are are done and that kind of isn't what the feeling that i wanted but um right. It doesn't mean I'm right. I, I could be completely wrong. I, I just feel like uh, um, the media or the local media and, you know, they, they kind of feel like Andrew Haney was a bigger move than I felt it was. Than we feel like it was. Yeah, sure. yeah. Like, because I'm looking at him as a, as a number four and I'm looking around the people plugging him in as their number two starter right mm. now. And I don't think of him as the number, like if he's, if he's the number two, then we're in we're in more trouble than I thought, you know. Right, right. I mean, that's um, but I don't think I don't problem. I don't I don't know that they're done again. They've still got a lot of, you know, a lot of time left before the beginning of the season. There's still good one year pitchers out there that I think they can get on one year deals or maybe a one or two year deal. Like they're still right. out there. Um, but again, I mean, like I said, I. I like Haney, Haney when he's healthy. I like I like his breaking pitch. Or I like his slider. You know, he he moved from throwing a curveball that was kind of hurting his arm to throwing a slider that is almost unhittable. Right. But the well, the one bad thing about Haney though is he's going to give up. I mean his his exit below is high. I mean he gives up bombs when he gives up a, a whenever somebody hits him hard they hit him hard. I mean we're talking. You know, a pretty high exit velo for a guy that that throws a lot of off speed. Well, okay, and I I think we had um, Heaney as number four. Both of us had him number four in the rotation, not number two. I I, I think we both had Perez number two and Gray number three. And and again, I think we we still both feel like that they still need at least one more upgrade in the starting rotation. And that doesn't mean that we don't want to see the we, – we spoke at length on this, so if you want to hear about that, check out the, the podcast we posted day before Tuesday. yesterday where we yeah. talked – yeah, Tuesday where we talked about the rotation. So we don't have to go into that too much. But um, speaking of pitching, there were a few other pitchers that came off uh, the market. Um, to, who, who, Let's see. Who, uh, who are those guys? Tuesday night after we went off the air – uh, Jamison Talion and Tyjon Walker both were signed to four-year deals for about the same amount of money, which is 
somewhere around 17, 20 million, 17 to $19 million, something like that. Um, I, I like both of these guys. Um, but Tyshawn Walker, he doesn't stay held. I mean, Tyshawn Walker hasn't qualified for the ERA title since 2015. That's a, I mean, we're talking that's seven years ago since he threw enough innings to qualify for anything. Mm. So uh, when people are giving the Rangers a hard time about the injury problems that Jake DeGrom, and then I don't see, and people praising Philadelphia for signing Tyjon Walker, I just don't understand that. Um, Uh, I just, I don't get it. It's that East Coast bias, bro. You know, I mean, everybody loves the East Coast. Well, it sounds like the Phillies could like go out there and, 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 bring in anybody and people would be like, Oh, the Phillies did a great thing today, you know? So, right. Right. Um, well, you know how, you know, the, the Texas media, if, if you're not winning championships, you're, you're not doing anything. The Philly media is even when we win championships, we burn our city down. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, but no, I, I, I think it's funny. I feel like I, I'm getting Mitch, Mitch Garver vibes from Ty John Walker, but okay. So these two guys, one went to Philadelphia. Where did the other one go? Uh, Jameson Tyon, he uh, picks up and leaves the Yankees to move to the Chicago Cubs. And I think really the one thing, the one parallel that we could take away from this is sure. The Rangers didn't get uh, this other, uh, this another back into the rotation type starter or third or fourth type starter, but neither one of those guys came to the division or even came to the American league or, you know, so, so, Talion left the Yankees, am I right? And yes. then Walker, who did he – who was he playing for? He was a Met, so he stayed okay. in the – I, I almost feel like that's why Philadelphia went out there and got him was just because he was a Met. <laughs> Love that kind of stuff. Um, I think the same more... reason why here's another guy that we can talk about yesterday, uh-huh. Wilson Contreras comes off the okay. board, and I really feel like St. Louis went out and got him because he was a former Cub. Man, I would have – you know, we talked about catching when we talked about the catchers and Contreras was a guy that, that, you know, I feel like he got too much money for him, for the Rangers to be interested, but just, just in a, in a perfect world, uh, I, I would love to see that guy. Well, the, uh, the Rangers have two top 20 catchers okay. on their squad. You know, I mean, I know that yeah. that, I know that Mitch Garver isn't guaranteed to be on the squad more than 40 <laughs> games. But, um, you know, uh, uh, Jonah Heim is also uh, – Jonah Heim just – uh, the newest uh, list from the MLB nerds that just came out was Jonah Heim was a top 10 catcher and, and Mitch Garver was a top 20 catcher. So, wow. you know, I mean, Wilson Contreras was behind Jonah Heim. So, you know, gotcha. uh, I don't I don't know – I don't know that that's exactly the the way they are as far as ball players. I, I think Contreras probably offers a little more at the plate, whereas Haim offers a little bit more behind the plate. Right. Where so Mitch Garver ever, is more like Contreras, where he offers more at the plate than he does behind well, it. I think Mitch Garver offers the most on the bench while he's injured as a as a uh, as a console. His, as a console as a, in, in his as a he's as a the consultant. best cheerleader on the squad, right? He's. So, yeah, so he's reaching. He's approaching uh, uh, territory with me. But well, if hey, he has a full season where he plays a hundred game, hundred forty games this year, the the oohs are all gone, right? And then oh yeah, you're talking 100%. about resigning him. 
Oh, 100 percent. But but I I gotta see it to believe it. He's never played 140 games in his career. No, but he hasn't. Mo- moving on. So, were there any other significant free agent moves that got made? Well, the uh, biggest yesterday? free agent in the game uh, oh, got yeah. signed oh, yesterday. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That is a big story. And that doesn't uh, really affect the Rangers one bit. I mean, the only yeah. the only thing that Judge has correlated with the Rangers was it was their ballpark that he hit 62 at. Right, right, with the uh, Goldilocks balls. There was, yeah, yeah, with the Goldilocks. That's another thing that came out while we since we've been on the oh, air. Bro, like, the commemorative you... balls that were uh, being put into play just for the Yankees. Hey, listen, we actually, I think we need to do a separate show. Like, our show tomorrow – I think I think we need to because unless there's just major Rangers news, and this is a set, this is a, a pump up an advertisement uh, for it. And, and again, I have to get your agreement, of course. This is a team thing, but I think we need to dig a little bit into these Goldilocks balls and a little bit of these. I feel like now founded in some truth conspiracy theories that have been floating around for the last few years with the baseballs and everything that's going on there, I think we need to devote at least a good 25 minutes to talking about that subject alone, because I really believe coming from our backgrounds uh, in a, in an industry where everything is worked, um, it, it smells, it smells like WWE to me. Like it has this, the hint and the flavor, the sweet smelling aroma of a, of a, of a work job here. And I feel like it's a, it's a subject we can't touch in just a few minutes. It, it really is. And I would be all for doing a special show tomorrow just on the commemorative Goldilocks balls. And I'd have to do a little bit more um, yeah. delving into it uh, than we could just today. But I will spend some time this afternoon um, looking at uh, the stats on that and, and because yeah. – I mean, I wholeheartedly 100% believe, and this is what I've told everybody that'll ever want to talk about MLB, you know, putting people in positions to win and stuff like that. Look, for for $150, I'll go out there and put my shoulders down to the mat for any guy in the wrestling business. Yeah. So imagine what a guy like... uh, Let's see, Aaron Judge just got, what, $360 million over nine years? Mm-hmm. So imagine yeah. what he'd do. Right, or what about the guy throwing to him? Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, I, I mean, or what about the guy behind the plate, the, the umpire making, make, you know, making pennies on the dollar compared to the rest of the guys? Anyways, we can go on and on about this, but I don't think we should. I think we should No, we should get back so- into – we can we yes. should get back into some free agent talk and we should probably so, talk about Xander Bogarts going to play in San Diego. Yeah, and again, really exciting. And I think, you know, obviously we don't have to spend a lot of time on Judge. This is not a Yankees show. Everybody knows he's a big deal. Um, you know, the real question with Judge is like since the big debate is between him and Otani for MVP, does this mean maybe Aaron Judge is gonna become the closer as well? But that's 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 all beside the point. And that That's was pure hearsay and speculation. <laughs> pure hearsay and speculation. But Xander Bogarts now, and again, I think I'm going to kind of drop a hint to what all of this free agent talk means for the Rangers. Xander Bogarts left the American League yesterday to go, or this morning, to, to go to the to the National League for the San Diego Pirates, thus making another week. Um, 
what what do you think about that move for for Bogers? Because the Padres are starting to look stacked. Well, when we, when, when we talk about it, you know the uh, the Red Sox they they made a move, lost a guy. Um, the uh, Padres they've lost a couple of guys. Josh Bell's left. Uh, they they made a big deal on Turner, and he didn't he didn't take it. They made a big deal for Judge. He didn't take it. So I think kind of their desperation move was going out there, and if they're going to spend money, they wanted to spend it. And Xander Bogarts was the guy. Now Xander Bogarts isn't. Uh, I mean, he's going to play that. I don't know that he'll play all eleven years. I'm not a big fan of giving a thirty-year-old shortstop eleven years. And uh, but I've already talked about this. We've already talked about right. this with Trey Turner signed. That those aren't things that I'm a big fan of. And and every time. And, and like we said the other day, every time another one of these shortstops goes off the market for 11 years, it makes the Rangers look genius again in having Corey Seager off their books by the time he's 38. Yeah, agreed. So I think the, the moral of the story of this just segment is just that a lot of teams, no teams in the American League got better. Importantly, no teams in the division thus far have gotten better, but the Texas no. Rangers have. I think that, that the, yeah, if you look at the American League West, um, the the second base move that the Mariners made, I mean, I still can't believe they gave up Abraham Toro for for Colton Wong. It's and then threw Jesse Winker in there. Like we said, yeah. the Brewers will probably turn both those guys, or turn Winker around and end up with a, a serviceable outfielder with him you know, hitting somewhere in that lineup with Yelich and those guys. Um, and yeah. Abraham Toro, I mean, to me, I thought Abraham Toro was going to be the guy whenever he came up with, with Houston, and he didn't he didn't have a whole lot of success there. But, you know, he's blocked by Bregman, blocked by Altuve. There's not a lot of room for him to play big, big uh, I was going to say big minutes, but that would be more of a basketball term. <laughs> um, but big innings for the for – the, uh, um, Astros, they send him to the Mariners and the Mariners, you know, the, the, the minute that they have a panic or they have a, a guy hit free agent, they panic and they they send Abraham Toro away. So I have a feeling yeah. that he'll finally have his breakout here in Milwaukee. And I wouldn't be shocked if, uh, if Abraham Toro in the next couple of years was an all-star up there. Yeah. I, I think he's a definitely a talented guy and glad to see him leave the division. And, and then as far as the Astros, I mean, the Astros, they, they did sign Jose Abreu, but like, right. you know, they're going to get Jose Abreu for his 37, 38 year seasons. Right. Um, they're not getting, a, you know, the, I mean, they were after Andrew Rizzo. They didn't get Andrew Rizzo. They were after Wilson Contreras. They didn't get Wilson Contreras. Now I'm not sure that they won't still trade for Sean Murphy or do something to upgrade, but they've got – Multi, Martin Maldonado that they've had for a lot of years, and I think they like him back there as the backstop. And if they have to make a move, they may do it more at the deadline yeah. next year because I don't think the Astros are in that desperation just yet because they still have five really good homegrown pitchers with a sixth on its way. And, yeah, you know, so the Astros are still they're still going to compete, but like I think the idea of the of, of expecting the the young starters to do what they did last year every year, maybe, maybe ask well, a little bit much of them. And, and kind of closing, closing this segment and, and moving on, they lost Justin Verlander. That's another huge thing is they lost the best player, in my opinion, on their team. 
And yeah, it doesn't hurt my feelings that he's not doesn't the American hurt my League West either. anymore. Nope, nope. So all good things, I think, for the Rangers in terms of free agency. And sometimes, sometimes nothing, sometimes not doing anything uh, is a good thing. Yeah, and you know, I mean, the Angels are making moves here and there. They're, they 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 made a move to bring in Hunter Renfro, and they uh, they've been kind of adding some pitching here and there. Nothing nothing super over the top, but I feel like uh, still right now, if you look at the Rangers division, no one has made more attempts to get better this year than the Rangers have, and that's right. a, another. That's not something that we say. I mean, I, I feel like they did the same thing last year, um, but it wasn't the moves that were going to make the team, you know, a, a winner just yet. I think this year are the te- the moves that are going to start pushing this thing in the winning direction, especially with the, the prospects starting to, to hit the big leagues too. 100%. Most improved team right now. Obviously, we're homers, but I still be in the consensus that the most improved team in the American League right now is the Texas Rangers. So let's talk about. Um, I wouldn't disagree with that. I, I'm glad. I don't think we. I think we. We. I, you know me. I'm not going to. Um, because I love my team, but I'm also not going to use rose-colored glasses. So let's talk about the draft, the 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 Rule Five draft, and the Major League. Um, the Rangers had some good luck with the draft, and also they had a. Uh, they lost the guy to Rule 5, but based on what you said on Twitter, you think he'll be back. Well, I just don't know that Mason Englert is ready for the big leagues just yet. I mean, he's never really he, – he pitched some in double-A last year, but not a lot. Um, he was only there for maybe that little stretch drive and the playoffs with the with the team. So he wasn't there very long. I mean, the majority of his pitching last year came with high-A hickory. So – I just don't see him making that jump from high A hickory to the big leagues. Right. I just don't see it. Now I wish him luck. And and if I, uh, and I do hope that he does, you know, like this isn't me saying, I don't hope Mason Englert makes the tigers and isn't a part of their franchise because I want to see him succeed because not only is he a Texas Ranger draft pick, but he's a good Dallas Fort Worth kid. So, you know, we want to see those kids from the area succeed, no matter if it's here or, you know, I mean, I'm not pulling for Jordan Lawler to fail because he went to the eight, the Diamondbacks instead of the Rangers. You know, I mean, right. like, I want to see these good kids from around here that we've watched a lot of years. I want I want them all to turn into Bobby Witt, you know, sure. minus the defense. Well, and, and just for those who may not be as familiar with the way that the, the Rule 5 draft works, is that I believe he has to stay on that 40-man roster. He No, um, he has to stay on their 26-man roster. Oh, so he has to play in the – he has to stay in yeah, the Yeah, he has to be active like the on big. the big – yeah, he has to be active oh, on the wow. roster the whole season. Or and then, he Or he's free, sent he back, back to, the, to Texas. Well, there's a couple of things. Like, I think that uh, the uh, Tigers may be able to, like, trade for him if he doesn't make their four, their 26-man roster. But okay. for the most part, when a Rule 5 guy doesn't make the roster, he just gets sent back to the team that he, he played for before. Awesome. Well, I, 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 we wish the best of luck to him. Um, but, you know, frankly, as a, a and we want to see him succeed, but it'd be great if, you know, he waits a couple of years to see so he ends up back in our farm system. Um, yeah, I think, I think okay. that's probably – going to be the case but i'm not 100 percent sure i mean he's got good stuff and like we said you know he's getting to that age 23 where 
where that age 23 season where he's going to, you know, start putting it together. But I just don't know if uh, in the big leagues is where he wants to put it together just yet. Right. Well, and I, I, I just a final comment, like I admire the Tigers and their friends. This is the time to take a chance like this uh, while they're in a rebuilding process. You know, why not take a shot on this guy and see if you strike gold? Um, it, it, what is it going to hurt? So yeah, was there any yeah, more and, five news? Or, or, um, um, in the minor league portion, um, they lost a couple of guys, uh, Florentino, who was a catcher that uh, had showed a lot of pop overseas or in the Caribbean before he came up here, but he hasn't hit a whole lot since he's come stateside. So I don't, okay. I mean, I can see why, Ooh, excuse me. Another team would be willing to take a, a risk on him and the Rangers weren't willing to kind of, you know, protect him as far as uh, minor league players go. And then a, a, a guy that I like, but I don't know that he's a major league baseball player is uh, Josh Stowers. He plays really, I mean, he plays really hard. He makes great plays on the defensive side. Um, he's going to end up in the Los Angeles uh, minor league system next year. And that may be a really good thing for him. Awesome. Well, Hey, let's talk one more real quick about the, uh, the draft and the Rangers apparently had some, had some luck. Go- hey, our, our boy Kip Fag. Um, brought us some good luck the other night whenever he uh, he wore his lucky Texas Rangers socks to the uh, the very first Major League Baseball draft lottery. Mm. Now, the Rangers were slated to pick seventh if they do it the normal way that they always do it. But by God, they moved uh-huh. up. They moved up. They were one of the, the, I mean, Pittsburgh moved up and they moved up. And then, you know, for the most part, uh, I feel like the Rangers might've gotten the biggest win out of the draft lottery because they're going to pick fourth instead of seventh. And you know what picking fourth instead of seventh does? What does it do? It adds $1.5 million to your, to your, uh, funding to sign those free agents. So you get uh, 1.5 million more dollars on your draft pick there. So you have 1.5 million more dollars to spend now on your draft. Man, think about how many times somebody let their shoulders get pinned for $1.5 million. So Man. I mean, every exciting. one of us, every time, because none of us have <laughs> ever made that. Yeah. Well, so, so let's talk about this real, just real briefly. So, Last year's draft, imagine being able like that was that would have been moving up two slots, three slots last year would have been huge in the draft. Yeah, they would have had the so number one. <laughs> they would have had the number one pick in the draft. But remember when we went over the talent, we were talking about the draft and all the talent on the draft. Like man, like two or three picks last year was a huge upgrade. Um, yeah, what, they, what they was would many, have like the... surefire picks, you know. They, they may have still went in the same direction though last yeah. year because of the way that uh, the, the way that their second and third round draft picks went. I think even right. if they'd have had the first pick last year, they probably still would have taken rocker. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I was making is that looking at all the talent that was in the draft last year, like imagine by moving up a couple of slots because 
you know, again, if you're not the Rangers, but say some of these other teams, I mean, that would have been a huge upgrade in talent. So this could mean a big, a big upgrade in talent for the Rangers pick. And uh, does this affect any of their second, third or, or other picks? Well, I think that I think they pick, um, yeah, in the normal spot after the second okay. round. I think they'll, but they won't have a second round pick because of Degrom. Okay, okay, and cool. then um, so they'll probably move into the third round before they pick again, and that's still up in the air right at the moment because you really don't know what uh, what they're going to do off season wise. Still, I mean, I, I still don't believe that they're 100% out on Carlos Rodon and he's going to come with a um, with a, a player, a draft pick as well. Compensatory. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know exactly what the case will be. But, uh, again, I think that they're at like kind of a place where, you know, they're probably not going to pick till third round. Um, but I don't think – this year that they'll probably take another qualifying offer player on to have another draft pick lost. Gotcha. I think they'll probably stay in the third. Well, Hey, lots of good news today, especially for the Rangers. Cause again, we both agreed that they have been the most improved team in free agency. Uh, Good news in the draft. Um, So again, uh, so it's amazing. You know, both of us are up at the same time. But uh, we are going to call it a show for the day. I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, thanks for supporting the Texas Rangers. Thanks for supporting this podcast. Uh, you can find us four days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, here on Spotify. Uh, just a, a true a privilege to, to get to speak. Well, you got anything to say to the people before we check out? Yeah, I think tomorrow, uh, if we've got some time, we will get into the uh, the commemorative Goldilocks balls if yep. the Rangers don't do anything exciting that takes our mind off of that. That may be a special Saturday yep. expose if we have some time this week. <laughs> um, but because um, I, I I don't know I I, I think that uh, the, I, as much as I think the Rangers may be done, I don't know that for sure, and I can't. I can't imagine CY is exactly happy just yet. I agree. So, oh. hey, th- thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This has been Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys signing out.